0: Hi, I'm your host, Matt Stofford, and this is episode 94 of the 5-Minute Geek Show, a weekly show about development and everything around it. It's one topic per episode about front-end, back-end, mobile project management, design, entrepreneurship, whatever. If it's geeky, it fits. Today, we're going to be talking about being a freelance web developer, freelance contractor, and what it is that I expect from you as a business owner when you're doing that also going to turn off the fan so you don't hear the noise in the background Um, so we often hit spots where we have too much work too much stuff on our plate and sometimes we'll just say no to clients but sometimes we'll say yes to a project or we'll just need a little bit more and we'll turn to freelance contractors to help round it out a little bit because what we don't want to do is at that point hire someone and then realize that it was just a temporary kind of boost in the, the amount of work we're getting. So instead we bring on freelance contractors to help us do work. And, and these are varying from random freelance contractors we found in the internet somewhere to completely famous freelance contractors who are, you know, big names in the PHP or front end space or whatever else it ends up being. Um, and the weird thing is we have had far more negative experiences than we have had positive. Far more people where I say, what is going on? How do you not know how to manage your business? How do you not know how to be a grown-up? How do you not know how to communicate to me well? And what I discovered is that the number one problem that we have had working with contractors is that they expect to come into our organization as an employee. And in some ways, that's my fault because I often say, hey, we kind of think of you as an employee while you're here. What I mean by that is I want you to, because we usually only have them contract, basically full-time. So I want to know when you're in the office. I want to know when you're out of the office. I want you to do check-ins with me. I want you to feel like you can communicate to me. I want you on our Slack channels, all that kind of stuff. Um, but the problem is they often think that they're employee in that I'm the one responsible for checking in with them or I'm the one responsible for setting the list of tasks or I'm the one responsible for something else. And the thing is, the vast majority of contractors we work with are charging anywhere between 100 and 150 bucks an hour. If I'm paying you far more per hour than I make, then I'm expecting you to do a whole bunch of work for me, right? I'm not expecting to pay you a whole bunch of money for you then to just sit there and wait for me to tell you what to do or wait for me to check in on you or babysit what you're doing. That's not acceptable. And I think that um, that's not acceptable for me, and maybe that's how it works with other companies. And I think that there's a misconception for a lot of folks who are freelance contractors that the process of choosing to be a freelance contractor and and charging much higher rates than you would whatever else is really just you... Um, like we're paying for the value of having somebody to flesh out our team when we didn't have the resources to do it. And that's why the cost is extra or whatever. And that's that's definitely true. You know, if I didn't have somebody to do that, then I would have to do the work or I'd have to turn down work or whatever it ends up being. So there's definitely a value there. But I also think that it is the value of paying someone who's supposed to be a self-sufficient um, work doing resource self-sufficient in that they handle their own finances and they handle their own accounting and they handle their own timeline like the whole concept of at least in the u.s the difference between a, a w-2 employee which is like a full-time employee and a 1099 employee is that you can't really tell the 1099 employee like legally ethically or technically or whatever you can't tell them exactly when to do it or where to work from or what Stuff to do. You really could just tell them, here are the things I need done, and here's the timeline in which I need them done, and here's some conditions around it. So some of the conditions are, you can be like, well, you need to check in with me every week to show me what you're doing, or I need to know, you know, that you're going to use this particular programming technique versus that because it'll affect the out- final outcome. That's cool, uh, but you can't tell them, you know, you need to work these hours at this place using this laptop or something like that. You can't do that. And for me, I embrace that. I say, look, I'm not telling you that you need to do it a certain way, but I am telling you that I need a certain level of communication. I need a certain output. I need it done a certain amount of time. And then I want you to handle it from there. Like you're a contractor, you're, you're, you know, you're 1099, which to me means I'm going to tell you what to do and you're going to handle it. And so we just work with a contractor um, that has someone who we've turned to on a regular basis. And he's just this extremely mature, incredibly, incredibly effective communicator. And I basically kind of pitched to him the original idea of the project, told him what our budget looked like in our timeline, and he said, yep, yep, I can do it. That timeline, that budget, asked me a couple questions along the way, checked in with me probably once or twice a week on Slack, just kind of let me know what was going on, invited me into his project management tool that he uses for everything. And at the end of the project said, I'm ready to do a delivery. Here's what I have. Here's the documentation I wrote up for your client. Um, and then I have a couple hours left. Um, I'll do the deploys. Everything's good to go. I hardly had to think about this project the entire time he was on it. And I'm not making a lot of money off of the project because he's a contractor. He costs a lot of money. And his, you know, the amount I'm paying him is close to the amount we're charging the client. But I had to do almost nothing. That's what I'm paying him for, to do fantastic work, to manage himself, to communicate with me, and just kind of to get stuff done to handle it right now i've also brought in other contractors where i'm paying them a whole bunch of money and then i'm spending all my time on it and it's just like if i'm going to do that then i'll just do the work myself right and so i if if you're a freelance contractor if you are especially as a web developer um there's a whole world out there of people who are freelance contractors who are burning bridges left and right I, I've talked to a lot, lot, lot of business owners who try to bring in freelance contractors and say, nope, not going to do it. Never going to do this again. It was a total awful experience. And being this this one guy that I'm talking about right now, being like him, he will get work from us forever. Like forever. And if if somebody else is just in desperate need, I'll give them his name, but I don't want to give too many people's name because then, you know, he won't be available when I need it. But like, you know, you yeah, you got to be a good coder. But like, just being a grown-up and, like, managing your stuff, like, goes so far. It's crazy that that is the case. It is crazy that that's the case. And, and just, just, you know, I'm just not just picking on freelancers. Or I could go on a whole other rant about employees, people who apply to our jobs, and the, the weeding out process of people to act, actually submit, you know, applications to be full-time. But for right now, I just want to talk about freelancers. It's just, like, what I want to know is that bringing you on the project is going to make my life easier. I'm gonna do less work. I'm gonna think about this left less. When you need something, you're gonna to come to me about it. And this is true for my employees as well. You're gonna to come to me about it, and you're gonna ask me questions. And and I understand. Like there, there are other companies that probably do all of that for you. And for freelancers, it's probably a lot easier to kind of jump into some massive corporation where you're just a cog and they just need to add more cogs and everything is set up for you. So I get that being a freelance freelancer for me is probably a lot harder than being a freelancer or somebody else. But I'm not alone. Um, so if you really want to, you know, you really want to set yourself apart as a freelancer, there's certain things you can do, but one would just be communicate, self-manage, Basically, be like, be a company. Like, like I don't get to, you know, expect my clients to manage my time for me or to to initiate communication for me. I'm on top of that. So, like, as a freelancer, be a company. Manage your time. Communicate well. You know, manage expectations accordingly. Um, and if you do that, you're going to set yourself above ninety eight percent of everybody else that's out there. That's it's not the the things aren't that difficult, but they really show like your level of attention and care and that that can go a long way so i hope that i'm not making like if you freelance with us before i'm not trying to throw shade on you whoever you are you know i'm sure you are fine um (laughs) really uh but i just want to pitch to potential freelancers or current freelancers that there's a different way and if you do that different way it sets you apart so much that it really will be to your benefit so i hope this helps if you have any questions about that Reach out to me on Twitter at my 5-Minute Geek Show number 5. Um, check out other episodes at 5-Minute com. F-I-V-E. F-I-V-E. Uh, subscribe, iTunes, RSS, all that kind of stuff. If you like the show and you're a freelance contractor, go be that 2% of amazing freelance contractors. If you like the show and you're not a freelance contractor, I don't know, rate it, iTunes, all that kind of stuff. Thanks. Until next time, Matt Stoffer, 5-Minute Geek Show. 5-Minute Geek Show? Yeah, when you're singing it, can you do that? Say five in Geek So. Yeah, but sing it with that song. Five Minute Geek So. Perfect. My man.